team of the uh, decade. Just to remind anybody who uh, didn't hear last week's pod, we've already picked the goalkeeper and the defenders. We have Stev Mondonda, the Marseille legend in goal. We have Christophe Jallet, the uh, the Lorient, Lyon, PSG, uh, Amiens legend at right back. We have uh, Thiago Silva of PSG, centre-back. Vitorino Hilton, former Marseille, now Montpellier captain, uh, partnering Thiago Silva. And at left-back, we have Maxwell, the former PSG player. So a couple of Parisians. I wonder if... Any Parisians will get into our midfield. PSG's midfield has been strong, it has to be said, over the last decade. So let's throw this one to uh, to Robbie Thompson, who's grinning. Oh, and I'm, no, I'm because, slightly concerned. No, he's because gonna... you all know what I'm going to choose. So it's it's not that much. It's not. There's no surprise element. But I honestly believe it. I'm afraid I haven't been able to to come up with a, a left field choice. For me, without a doubt, the strongest three man midfield that I have ever seen live, um, and certainly in French football. And Kunku Rabio is Thiago Mota at the base of the midfield three. <laughs> Blaise Matuidi on the left and Marco Verratti on the right. That that three that dominated just football match. And I don't think Paris have ever been as close in Europe as they were under Carlo Ancelotti and those three seasons with Laurent Blanc when they really... You mean that, a semi-final? Yeah, no, they haven't three, been quarterfinals. Yeah. Very close to a semi-final. Was that the midfield when they lost six? There. Uh, 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 Barcelona. Thiago Motta wasn't playing that day. Uh, we've only ever had players <laughs> missing with injury and suspension. Adrian Rabiot. And terrible bad luck. Or just during, a free, during those quarterfinals. Or a three-five-two at the Etihad. But anyway. Blaise Matuidi, Marco Verratti. I don't think we hardly ever played with that those, those three we? in one of the big. Where were you yes. playing? I was on on <laughs> just behind the bench. All right. Well, you're clear. You're clear. We've you've, you've put three names out there. Uh, we will debate. I think everyone has to agree. Um, surely. Armel, no. No. Armel, um, how can you go past that? The science just... of Thiago Motta, the 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 skill of Marco Verratti, and the fight of Blaise Matuidi. It was so, the perfect balance I, in that midfield. I'm going to go with one of those that I don't think anyone can argue with. That's Marco Verratti. He, if he's not in your team of the decade, he's still not slightly frustrated that he's not as good as he should be. He's getting it, it, there. He's Italy's main man now, and and he's Paris Saint Germain's main man. He's he's, he's brilliant. Is he not in your midfield? He is. Yes, oh, but he I'm, is. I'm, I was younger than that. Twenty seven already. I know he's been oh, there he's for been seven at Paris years. Since twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Eight years, seven years. Yeah. Matt, um, Mar- Marco in your midfield as well. Marco, um, of course, he I'm has still to be. deciding. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marco is well. Marco's one of the three first choices I've got down. I know that. The so other two are not we're all agreed on Marco Verratti, and. Blaise, no, surely. no, no, Motta. Marco Verratti. Anyone else, Armel, that you want to I, put okay, in? Okay, I've, I've gone with one who could definitely also be considered a forward, Dimitri Payet. Now, bear with me. Okay, He's, and just, can I say, you're not going to say Eden Hazard next, are you? Well, I, I was we told... We need to define, yeah. I was told prior to going on air that he was more of a forward, but Dimitri Payet started his career as a midfielder. No, Payet can be midfield. More Payet so, can more be so midfield, Hazard, thank you. Yeah. So with, with just shy of 400 Ligue 1 appearances, more than 100 assists, almost 80 goals. And as I was saying to Robbie before the two of you arrived, whilst I was drying off, that a man who has given the finger to an average Premier League side to come back to Ligue 1 and play and star should be given the captain's yep. armband in this team of the decade. But out of those 400 games, how many has he actually turned up for? Ooh. Well, all 400. Cause <laughs> <laughs> um, Statistically speaking. Yeah. So, okay. 
Okay. It's the train just, he doesn't just, sometimes just turn to make up this clear, so to move. Eden Hazard will be in the debate next week when we discuss the forwards, mm. but we have decided that he cannot be classed as a midfielder. Dimitri Payet can. So, Armel, do you have a third? I do, and it's Thiago Mata. Let's destroy Thiago Mata, Mata Matt. I'm not having this. No, no. Uh, no look. Mota held Paris Saint-Germain back. He could stroll his way through league and games, dictate the pace of them, slow most of the time, play off his little sideways passes. And yes, I can see why he was important to PSG. For me, he held them back in Europe rather than benefited them in Europe. I want a more energetic midfielder playing at the base of my team. I do want Blaise Matuidi in my team. I think it's fantastic. And selling him was the biggest mistake that Paris Saint-Germain made in this decade. They would have done much better if he'd stayed and not gone to Juventus. But... I've got a short list of other players who I think can fill that motto role much better than he would have done. Mm. And number one on my list, with an honourable mention for Rio Mavuba, who captained Lille to the 2011 title, is Fabinho. Fabinho was utterly sensational in the season that Monaco won the title. He had five very good years, which means he qualifies under my longevity rule at Monaco. How many years at right back? How many years at right back? Yeah, I was going to... A bit of right back, but then successfully converted to a midfielder. Three years as right back. Fabinho was certainly in my shortlist as well. He was in my shortlist for the defence. I I wasn't on the podcast. He's clearly clearly a more complete and athletic uh, holding midfielder than Thiago Motta. It's also nice to have a bit of variety. I might might just jump ship here, Robin. Really? Join the Fabinho crew. Join SS Fabinho, yeah. Wow, okay. I thought Fabinho was very good, but he doesn't have that experience or that. Uh, didn't. That but he's proving now Thiago Motta. I also. I wanted to mention Bernardo Silva as well. I don't think he did enough time. He only did three years at Monaco, but how good was he? And the, how's the Hazard debate season? there? Forward, midfield? He's forward. more of a midfielder than Hazard is. Fair. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think he could be. He could certainly fit into the midfield. Dave, you've uh, you've done well there. I mean, I'm surprised nobody has mentioned Joe Cole, David Beckham or Joey Barton. <laughs> I mean, you know, these Englishmen have... Uh, well, Joey Barton did make a big impact, more of an impact than, than the other two, probably. He did. I was... <laughs> Thinking about that, I mean, Valentin Rongier for, you know, the way he's uh, led this nonce side for several seasons and now <clears> one of the key men in Marseille. So clearly Rongier's not going to get in there, but no. I <laughs> wanted to put, put some Marseille players no, out there. Florent Balmont. Good player. Florent Balmont. But, so yeah. Renault Coed. Well, we haven't mentioned the Lille midfield, which was similar to, the, to that PSG trio where we had Mavuba holding Balmont and uh, Cabaye playing the Pistons, as the, uh, as the French say. Outstandingly well-balanced midfield, but probably outshone a little bit by, by PSG. And Kabai, I did contemplate him, but he, he basically failed mm. really at PSG, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So, and, so, and, and out of those three, when he was at Lille, and I think regular podcast listeners know much as you're an Arsenal fan, I'm a Newcastle fan. Kabai wouldn't necessarily have been my number one pick out of those three when he joined Newcastle. But and he's, he's brilliant barely Newcastle. getting a look in at Saint-Étienne and we're yeah. still in the same decade. Yeah, but he's had a, a few injury problems. So I'm going to mention yeah, Kabai. Plus, the, the forwards really were spectacular in that uh, Two more that names. side. Mm. Two more names before I name my three. <laughs> Fab- Fabian Lemoyne, I think, definitely deserves a mention for his all-round um, yeah. effort, ability, and Where the fact he that he, he, he lost a kidney. Yeah, Lorient. absolutely. He lost a kidney on yes. the way. I think, yeah. you know, I think that is phenomenal um, commitment. And it's, it, it's also a medical, maybe not a medical miracle, but it's impressive to come back with just one kidney. But he's done that. Uh, Matteo Valbuena gets some mention, but as Armel said before the pod, he, he was excellent in the late noughties. Probably doesn't quite make it into our team of the decade. Listen to this, though, for a midfield trio, okay? 
I mean, you, you just wouldn't get the ball back. You give it to them, that would be it. Marco Verratti just about gets in there. Another Marco, Estrada, who, what a player he was in Montpellier's title winning year. Just uh, an absolute metronome, long, short passes. He, he pulled the strings in that Montpellier midfield. I hesitated a bit between Yunus Belonder and uh, Marco Estrada, but for me, Estrada um, was more complete and more important to that, to that team. And, Is he your number six then? And he's you, the Thiago Motta? Yeah, yeah, he's going to hold you. Um, and you guys will scoff. But I think for we're what, already scoffing. But, for what, Lu- <laughs> but for what Lucho Gonzalez did... This is awful. Months. This is awful. <laughs> what Lucho Go- Excuse me. Lucho Gonzalez, Marco Estrada and Marco Verratti. They're trying to be different and it's just wrong. No, I'm yeah. not trying to be different. This are, guy, are you Lucho Gonzalez... looking to qualify for the Europa League guys, with this team? You guys, can you let me talk, please? I know I have to say this in every pod now. Um... I know you're, you're, you're young and you maybe don't remember 2010, but we're talking about the team of the decade. Lucho Gonzalez in the second half it of that season yeah. was phenomenal. Marseille hadn't won the league since 1993. So six it good months get you into seven, the team of the decade. No, because he then went on to play two more years and is... It was run out of town, Matt. And is Lucho a Marseille was run out of town. legend. You go to Marseille today... Lucho yeah, Gonzalez. With the rose glasses of hindsight. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. I agree that he was a sensational player. I really, I loved El Comandante. But you can't put him in team of the decade, Matt. Marco Estrada. Just because you can Belonda speak Spanish. It's not going to... a million times the better player. I'm surprised that, Rob didn't mention Javier Pastore. And I... It's on a similar wavelength, uh, that. Just Lucho did way more Lucho than was much more, much Lucho more influential. Really Lucho was really... He was the Marseille player in Please. that title-winning side. No, I, I concede that to Matt. But is that enough to make your team of the decade? No, I don't know. Not. I mean, you, you, we're talking about the biggest, most supported club in France. We're talking about 17 years without a title. Uh, for me... For me, <laughs> for me, I'll probably put him on the bench and I'll, 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 I'll let one or two names like Fabinho get in there. So oh, Blaise Matuidi, surely. Dimitri Payet. Blaise Matuidi was a France international with Saint-Étienne before signing for, for Paris Saint-Germain. Can we agree on Verratti and Fabinho? And yes. We need, and Blaise. Yes. And we need one more. Surely. Payet. Matuidi. Payet. I'm more. I'm, I'm more I'm Who more. does the work in this midfield, Matt? Verratti. See, Armel's teams are fancy Fabinho. team. Our Verratti team's actually going to play some football. Who's, who's okay? You've got Verratti Fabinho and Fabinho. He, he was very good at uh, positioning himself. So who's the creative one? If you're adding Blaise Matuidi, who just runs. Um, Thank Marco. you, Dimitri Payet. They, was Blaise at Saint Etienne in the in the noughties? Yep. Trois and then Saint Etienne. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's, this is really hard, actually, because it, it sort of depends. It yep. sort of depends if you're at home. 11 with Menez, Gamero, Pastore, Sirigu was the I'm just first looking wave. now. He moved, so he moved, uh, Matuidi moved to PSG in 2011 from Saint-Étienne. So a lot of his football at Troyes and at Saint-Étienne was in the noughties. Um, exactly the same with... Which uh, he, he'll be, always be remembered for those performances at Troyes, Matt. And I just do Nordies. think, Armel, I think Payet, I'm <laughs> looking, he joined Lille, didn't he, in 2011. He didn't win the title at Lille. No, that's true. He, he doesn't have the silver. He didn't win very much at Marseille. He did have a 12-goal, 12-assist season, which was great. He's, he's Is that been, a double-double? He's yeah. been, yeah, he's been the best passer in Ligue 1 on a couple of occasions. And would, okay, would Blaise Matuidi taken Marseille to the title? 
But this is the thing, Matt. Would France have won the World uh, um, Cup? Would France win the World Cup without without a Blaise Matuidi? Every season, Blaise was oh, he's not technical enough to play in this side. He's going to find himself on the outer at the World Cup. Well, there's so there's so much quality. Let in the this people France decide. Let's have and a Blaise referendum. What could go wrong? There. Blaise is the one that finishes the season. He's the one that's always there. That type of player is a rare jewel okay. in someone's midfield. All right, just because I think otherwise... the strike is actually over whether Blaise Matuidi gets into this team of the decade okay, or not. We're... That's why we couldn't get to the podcast today. I think Blaise is going to get it just because we're, o- we're over 40 minutes, I think, in this podcast already and Robbie isn't going to be quiet unless we give it to him. Armel Arme looks absolutely How's he doing distraught. At Genoa? I can't believe it. So Maybe that, you can bring Payet back pa- in next week. No, there's for no me, way Payet's getting into the best three strikers. He deserves to be in the best three midfielders. If you're playing, I want this team to have balance. I think if you're playing away from home, you definitely play Blaise. Maybe at home, Payet. What if we change the formation that, to a 4 That's two, what I was going to say. Joker, play a 4-4-2. Four, four, and because I'm not on the pod no, next four, week, two, I don't three, think we'll, we'll just go with two forwards, make it shorter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Matuidi, Verratti and Fabinho, it's, it's very strong. 